obviously it's a, it's an important weekend for Norwich, but forgive me by beginning to ask you about what's happened in the Premier League uh, in the last 24 hours with Liverpool becoming champions. Uh, what do you make of what Jurgen Klopp has, has done at Liverpool? Yeah, first of all, also from, from our side, congratulations to, to Liverpool and to everyone who was uh, uh, it's amazing what they what they have achieved because uh, yeah we're we're playing in the in the best league uh, of the world and there are so many good good teams and then uh, with this point distance to win the title that early or not only in the year but early in terms of in terms of game days and uh, also under this uh, strange um, circumstances um, to win the uh, league that dominant and with consistency. Uh, especially after a big, big uh, achievement already in the uh, in the last season, um, is outstanding. I just can't praise, uh, yeah, of course the players, uh, the whole club, and of course especially Jurgen, and um, just can say that they have done an extraordinary job, and it's, it's outstanding what they've done. You play Liverpool in the the opening fixture of of the season. It seems like a a long time ago now, but did you get the sense even then that this could be a very special year for them? Yes, of course, because uh, yeah, it's it's an unbelievable big big club. They have, have fantastic players, world class uh, players, and uh, without any doubt, a, a world class coach. And um, I thought, okay, it could also be a bit a bit tricky after such a big success in the last season to to win the Champions League title, then to be again that greedy and with this consistency. But you have to say what what Jurgen has done in in, uh, in the recent months and in the recent years. Yeah, so the the atmosphere and the hunger and this being greedy, this um, this principles in their play, what he has created is, is outstanding. He's a he's a world world class coach and um, yeah, it's it's outstanding, especially after such a big success to show this greediness and this consistency during during this season. And uh, yeah, of course, I think also in the in the last season. So in terms of points, they were outstanding, uh, but they were even uh, even able to improve this uh, in, in this season. And also their style of playing and, and their effectiveness, and just have to say it's it's outstanding what they have done, and uh, Jurgen has done uh, incredible. How does it compare, do you think, with what he achieved at Dortmund? Well, each and every uh, job and uh, and task is is different uh, in this uh, in this business, but without any doubt, uh, Jurgen has proved again that that he's one of the the greatest uh, football managers of all time, without any doubt. So. Uh, he has won so many titles. Uh, meanwhile, uh, also after a few disappointments in some some finals in, uh, in in his early years, but right now you have to say, yeah, he has won the German title. He has won the the German Cup. He was in the Champions League final. Right now, he has won the Champions League. He has won the um, uh, the title with Liverpool after 30 years. Yeah, it's outstanding, and he's definitely one of the greatest coaches in in, in world football. And not just about the success, also about. Um, it's more like the 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 atmosphere he, he creates within the club and the memories he can share with his players and and everyone who's connected with with Liverpool. I, uh, I heard this quote once: uh, "They might forget about uh, what you've said, but uh, they will never forget how you made them feel." And this is exactly what what Jurgen does with uh, uh, yeah with Liverpool, with uh, with all the people who are involved, with supporters, and I think. He shared some uh, amazing memories, and uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely great. And this is sometimes even even more important um, to to share these moments and to create these memories than just counting a few titles. And for that, I just can can praise him and and 
yeah, can say congratulations to, to everyone who is involved. People talk about the, the legacy that he left at, at, at Dortmund. Do you get the sense that he is perhaps going to be able to leave a, a, a larger legacy at Liverpool? An even yeah. larger legacy? Yes, to be honest, he worked uh, in the beginning for uh, a smaller club in, in Germany for Mainz 05 and he even created a legacy there. Uh, although this club was, uh, of course, not made for winning titles or whatever, but, but they are still speaking about him and, and, and the way he, he improved the club and, and his values and his principles. Uh, you can still see his handwriting, although he's left the club so many years ago. And of course, the same in, in Dortmund will be, and it is already the same at, uh, at Liverpool, I think. Um, it's, it's always uh, always a sign of, a, of the class of a coach if you, if you see his handwriting. So in, in football, there is no, no right or wrong and there are different, different ways and different philosophies and principles that they are capable uh, to be successful. But uh, it's important that you, that you uh, see always uh, the handwriting and this is what, what you always get when you see Jürgen's, Jürgen's teams playing. And I think he has already created something, something special and definitely he will... Um, yeah, leave his own legacy also at this at this big and amazing club. You're playing against Manchester United this weekend. Um, <laughs> Manchester United will be hurting with Liverpool winning the title. Uh, the great rivalry between Manchester United and Liverpool. Do, do you sense that that might give Manchester United even more motivation this weekend? Manchester United is one of the, the biggest clubs in the world and the most successful clubs in the world. And this type of clubs, it's in their DNA that they want titles. So nothing, nothing else. And um, yeah, their last chance more or less like during, during this season is to win the title uh, in the FA Cup. And uh, it's, it's the most famous and most prestigious um, cup competition in the world. And for that, they will be unbelievably greedy to, to be successful. They know uh, they have a chance right now. They are already in the quarterfinal and, and with a win against us, they would be in the, in the, in the half-final. Uh, that means a, a big step forward in order to win this title. And of course, it's, it's in the DNA of, of Manchester United um, to win titles. And of course, they are greedy to, uh, to, win this, to win this cup. So we are full of respect and we know uh, that we need an, um, a really special day and an outstanding performance in order to be uh, competitive and give ourselves a chance. But if you win, then you're in the, the semi-final. What, what, what has been different about Norwich in the FA Cup this season? Different from the Premier League? What, what, what's got you this far? Well, first of all, in, in one game, you always have a chance. Uh, and and uh, uh, cup competitions are always, are always a bit special. And, and we like and value this, uh, this challenge. So more or less like this, uh, this do-or-die games. Uh, when you can achieve something uh, something special and we've done brilliantly so far so we had three really really difficult away tasks and there was uh, outstanding performances and also lots of efficiency and and we've proved this already in the in the recent years that, that we always uh, believe in in cup competitions and are highly motivated and it's the same right now so of course uh, we were hoping for a magic night at, at Kill Road um, after after we went into this uh, quarterfinal and said that we have to play without our supporters right now and, and after three away games it still feels um, not to, to be allowed to, to have a home game anyhow but that are the, the it's a new normal and the special uh, circumstances and um, yes we, we want to achieve something something magic so we know we, we created our, our own legacy and, and created something magic uh, with winning the championship 
title with record points and record goals and also a special brand of football. Last season, we have the chance to create another uh, miracle with uh, staying in this league. We know it will be unbelievably difficult, but from next week on, we, we keep going also in this competition in order to create something really special. And uh, the third task is right now also like, yeah, try to create a little miracle in the FA Cup. It's not, it's not realistic for a club of our size to win this, uh, to win this competition, but it's, it's still possible. And uh, for that, we will try everything in order to do this. How have you found things um, after the restart? You've, you've played two matches, uh, lost two matches, uh, and, and haven't scored. How, how much of a concern is, is that to you? Yes, first of all, uh, of course, uh, the results um, were disappointing. Yeah, We wanted to win points uh, better sooner than later um, to, to, to make it possible to, uh, to, to stay in this league. And with each and every bad result, of course, our chances are not, not improving, but they are still there and, and we keep going. And uh, yeah, the first game, I think, against Southampton, the first half was a tight game. We were the better side in the second half. Uh, our performance was not on the top level and for that we deserved, uh, deserved to lose this game. Uh, against Everton was was different. Uh, I was pretty pleased with our performance, so we didn't allow um, a, a lot. So I think in the whole game, Everton had one and a half chance. I think in general, so in terms of chances and and uh, also like how we played the game, we were more or less closer to win this game. But uh, Everton had more efficiency, and uh, this was the topic in uh, in this game. I was I was pleased with the performance. I was pleased uh, with our commitment, with our defending behavior. Yeah, you have to say that they were more effective in, in order to use their one and a half chance. So they scored out of this one and a half situations and, and scored one goal. And we had perhaps four or five really good scenes and were not able to score. This was the difference, of course. The outcome was uh, was then, of course, disappointing. But um, I was I was much more pleased with this performance in comparison to the second half against Sosem. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is saying that, that he will make changes, some changes, um this match how is your squad looking do you have any any injury concerns not that much uh, we have to wait a bit for Josep Drimic he got a knock against his ankle and it's still a bit doubtful if he's available so we'll have to make a late late decision but all the others seems to be seems to be okay um, yeah of course it's a special period here yeah? we just had two days to rest and uh, yeah we're playing this game small or less like with, without a proper pre-season and also pretty pretty hot conditions and uh, this time of the year actually you're enjoying your summer break and, and this conditions to play football and especially for us uh, we always have to play more or less like uh, with lots of workload uh, because we, we need to be always at our top level in order to be competitive on, on this level and we cover more or less in each of the game more distance than all the other big clubs with more individual quality so it's of course an exhaustive period and you have to rotate a bit without any doubt but um, I think also the, the numbers of change has to be healthy for a team. So it's never healthy if you rotate on, on 10 or 11 positions. So it's, it, it makes sense to have a few changes, uh, but it won't be that you have a completely different starting lineup. Um, and um, yeah, to be honest, uh, we don't have such a big uh, squad that we could do this. And uh, I think we will rotate as, as well a little bit, but, but not on 11 positions. But, you know, getting a place in the, in the semi-finals of, of the FA Cup, beating Manchester United to, to get them. Might that just be the spark that, that you need for the rest of the season? Could, could, it, could it be a great way to finish the season? Yes, a win and, uh, and a special and unexpected win is, is always good for the mood, good for the confidence and, and it could always be a, um, a spot that helps you keep 
keep going. Uh, but on the other hand, it's also different different competitions. More like we know. So on this on this weekend, we just concentrate on the cup competition. It's our only only topic. It's also not like to to rest any players for the for the following task or whatever. It's more like we want to be there with our best performance and and want to do everything in order uh, to give ourselves a chance. And then it's more like after after this game. We will concentrate then on this league. Of course, um, success would of course be good for the confidence, would boost our mood without any doubt. Also, good for our belief that we can um, even beat uh, the top teams in the in the league because we will face a few few top teams uh, then further on. And uh, yeah, definitely a win win could just help without any doubt. Daniel, thanks for your time. Um, I wish you well. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ian. Can we get the volume a bit up? Okay, Tom Williams from the BBC. Tom, I'm just now going to promote you to a panelist. Okay. Hopefully, I'll pop up. Can you see me okay and hear me, Daniel? Hi, Tom. Yes. Now, good to see you. Great stuff. Um, Interested to hear your comments so far, Daniel. You referred to the FA Cup potentially providing that little miracle you're after. There's always a sprinkling of magic, isn't there? I guess that's what drives you on going into this weekend's mega tie. I mean, it's, it's the dream tie against Man U. Yes, definitely. It would be more a dream tie if you would have a magic night with our supporters at, at Kill Road because that's what we were all hoping for after three yeah, unbelievable difficult away task at Preston, at Burnley, at Tottenham. We were hoping for yeah, a game under floodlights at Kill Road with a fantastic atmosphere. First time since um, nearly 30 years or something like this that we are in the uh, FA quarterfinals. So actually all the, our supporters would deserve to, to celebrate this uh, this evening with us. But yeah, we still have to play this uh, without the advantage of a, of a home game or at least without the advantage of home supporters. And uh, for that, um, yeah, of course, this is perhaps a little bit that, uh, that is um, not there what we were hoping for, but we can't change it. And uh, for that, yeah, it's still, still a big game for us and, and still another, another chance to create something magic. Like I mentioned before, so we have created uh, something magic and, and yeah, also, also enduring memories yeah, with our championship title last season with record points, with record goals. Uh, we still have the chance to create something magic under these circumstances, perhaps uh, still to, to, to stay in this league. And that's what we're trying to, to do uh, from, from next week on. We know it will be unbelievably difficult, especially after the last results, but we will keep going and we'll try everything to, to, to work on this miracle. And also we will yeah, try to, to uh, do something special and something magic also in this cup competition. I think it's a big achievement already to play in the quarterfinal, but yeah, we are hungry and uh, want to want to keep going. And uh, we know it's to face um, Manchester United in in this circumstances is especially difficult. Yeah, because it's more or less their their last chance to win a title. And this team, this club, was always wants to win a title. Um, they're in a fantastic shape, uh, without any doubt. Uh, I can even say a bit the team of the moment at the moment. Twelve games, I think, unbeaten with many many successful results. And we have to play these games without our supporters, who would be, of course, massive help if they cheer us up. But um, yeah, it's it's a huge task, and and we have to be at our best in order to be competitive. That that's what we're trying to do. Daniel, I remember bumping into you in the tunnel at Spurs back in March, wishing you well before kickoff. 
unit team went on to enjoy such an incredible, memorable night. And for any of the fans that were there, they are the sort of memories I'm sure they'll take away from the season for many years to come. Obviously, since the restart, things haven't quite gone according to plan. But in terms of a pick-me-up and giving you the motivation to come back, start fresh, different competition this weekend, could it just be a good time that this cup tie has come around now? Yeah, so in general, for me, a cup, cup tie is always uh, at the right time because I love this competition and, and I'm, I'm unbelievable motivated ingredient uh, so my players are. So it, it always comes to a, to a, I would say, in the, in the, at the right moment. Yeah, but of course, yeah, we, we had two disappointing results against Everton and uh, before against, against Southampton. Uh, and of course, and this little change to be now uh, allowed and able to concentrate on a on a on a cup game against Man United. So, yeah, it's more like the the most famous, most prestigious um, cup competition in the whole world. And and uh, FA Cup uh, quarter final against Manchester United. Um, many many people will follow this, not just in the UK, so in all over the world. And we know how special this uh, this game is, and uh, we know that we are the big underdog, and and uh, Manu is the favorite. Uh, but in one game, you always have a chance, and that's what you're trying to uh, to use. So we have the saw in Germany, uh, so we don't have a chance. So let's use it, and uh, it's more like this is exactly what you what you're trying to do uh, tomorrow. Thanks, Daniel. Good luck. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Okay, uh, Donovan Blake from ITV. Hi, Daniel. Donovan, hi. Hi, well, good stuff. Um, you spoke a lot about um, the, the good days that you had last season and getting promoted and having the fans with you and everything. Have you used this as part of the build-up to try and generate that excitement? Because the, the fans aren't going to be there with you this time. Yes, of course. Sometimes you remind uh, the players also like uh, when, when there's a disappointing spell or disappointing period, as we keep going yeah? because uh, it's 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 not only to to accept uh, when you're allowed to celebrate it's also yeah, in the tough days and also to to show unity and togetherness it's also quite important um but to be honest we you can't also use it too often yeah because it's more like then you become like a like a dinosaur who always speaks about the past anyhow and then when you always speak about last season last season it's, it's always the same in the dressing room and it's more like and passing go away is he always speaking about the, the past anyhow we have to concentrate on, on 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 now and even a few players are with us in the dressing room who are not involved in the last season so of course sometimes you remind uh, them of course on the memories that we shared but it's not like we're just living in the past and and uh, we're still overwhelmed from our feelings um so sometimes of course you can remind them it's important uh, also to keep the good days a bit, bit in the head but uh, you can't can't overuse it uh, too much, and uh, I hope we find the the right balance to do this. Yeah, and um, you s describe Manchester United as the team of the moment in terms of their current form and the the, the goals they're scoring and everything like that as well. Um, which is your biggest concern in terms of their team? Is it all over? Is it uh, in attack? Yeah, well, in, in in general, so Man Man United is one of the biggest and most successful clubs in the in the world, and they were perhaps in the last couple of years a bit in a transition period, anyhow. But without any doubt, it's in DNA for of this club to to win titles, and uh, 
to and uh, pretty soon they will compete again for for the Premier League for the championship for the Champions League title and um, yeah also for the FA Cup title without without any doubt and um, yeah they have they have uh, fantastic fantastic and, and world class players all over the pitch um, yeah of course yeah, their individual quality especially their pace and their offense is, is outstanding but also their technical quality they are so flexible. Um, and in general, I have to say at the moment, they are a bit the team of the moment. Yeah, and also, if I'm pretty honest and realistic, so I think in the in the league, so against no other team, we have struggled so much and against uh, Man United. So uh, the first game at home was, uh, was a proper and solid performance of us, but we had no chance. They were too good for us. Second uh, game uh, at... Um, uh, at Old Trafford, we were not uh, there with our best game and, and they punished us and, and uh, we had no chance. I think against more or less all the other top teams, yeah, even against, against Man City, we were able to beat them. Against Leicester, we got four points out of uh, two games. Against Chelsea, we were pretty close to get something. Against Arsenal, we got a point. Tottenham, we looked quite good. Even Liverpool, we were pretty close in the second uh, game at least to win a point. Uh, if I'm honest, in the two games against Man United, we didn't have a chance. And... Um, this says enough about our our task, um, and we need a special day, and we need to be there with a with a really special and outstanding performance in order to give ourselves a chance. So that's especially because they are in such a good shape and and full of confidence, also full of motivation for this uh, for this competition. Um, so we are realistic, but that's what, what our claim is and our task is. So we want to want to be really really special. Um, yeah, especially after after two. Disappointing results. It's, it's not to go into this uh, into this game full of confidence or uh, with a momentum in your side. It's more like the other way around. But it doesn't count in this game. So it's it's a pretty pretty special game, and uh, we know we we have to be a bit bit special on this on this day in order to create something magic. But that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy. No worries. I'll stop there. Okay, James from Talk Sports. Um, after James has gone, we'll then move on to the written section. Then, if you guys want to raise your hand, if you wish to ask a question after James's bit. Hi, Daniel. James, hi. Daniel, you've said you've been happy with the players' desire and commitment these first two games back, but what has been missing? Yeah, first of all, the results. So we're playing football, uh, not like uh, to be praised for uh, perhaps a good performance or whatever. It's more like uh, you want to win points. And that's, uh, that's the most important topic. And uh, for that, uh, we're disappointing. So I was, I was not happy with the second half against Southampton. The first half was a tight game. Was, it launched fast, but the second half was, um, was not good enough, though, in, in our defensive behavior. And um, for that, we deserve to lose this uh, first game. Um, second half was um, uh, was completely different. I think we deserved much more out of out of this game than just an unlucky uh, loss. We have played against um, Everton side, uh, top class coach, unbelievable experienced coach with uh, some top top class players, and uh, I'm pretty sure that Everton will pretty soon also like um, be in a much better position in the uh, in the league without any doubt because they have the potential as a club and also uh, top class players. Um, I think we showed a really good performance, especially in terms of, of being solid and, and in terms of defending and controlling the game, of being well-structured. We just give against this quality of players just one and a half chance away in the, in the whole game. 
uh, it was not an offensive firework, but uh, to be honest, it's, we, we can't expect this from, from our side against, against really good teams. Yeah, with the effectiveness and using our chances. So it was not like we created 10 one against one situation on the goalkeeper, but we created, I would say, a better situation than, for example, uh, for example uh, Everton had, but they were able to score and we were not. So uh, we, of course, have to work a bit on our, on our effectiveness and using the chances. Yeah, it always would help if we would create even, uh, even a few more. Uh, but the most important topic that, that we will go on from, from now on, also with the same uh, defensive uh, structure, with the same commitment and desire and, and workload against the ball. And uh, that's the most important topic. That's what I asked for. So it's, uh, then we will have a chance in each of the game to, to win points or to, to win a game. Um, and then it's still like, uh, yeah, we have to be effective in order to use the chance because for us, with, with 80% or 90%, it's, it's not possible for us uh, to win on this level any points. And uh, yeah, then sometimes you also have to hope that uh, the opponent is not there with his best performance. Yeah, because uh, let's be honest, yeah, when you face a side like, for example, tomorrow, Manchester United, yeah, they have world class players and it's a world class club. And uh, sometimes, even when they are not there with uh, 100%, even 90% are sometimes enough for them to, to, to win a game. So you also have to hope a bit that they are not there with the best performance and you need to create something special. And um, yeah, that's what you're trying to do tomorrow. It's the club's first FA Cup quarter final since 1992. How much are you wanting your players to play with freedom and embrace the challenge? Because there won't be fans there, but it is going to be a special occasion for, for the fans that aren't able to watch and for the club. Yes, to be honest, I always want my, my players to play with freedom and, and not to think too much about the result or whatever. I want us to go out a bit like, like mates who just think a bit like in the, in the youth level, yeah? to go on the pitch, not to think about title or money or bonuses or something like this, more like, yeah, think about you want to win the football game. But it's also not that easy because sometimes, yeah, for example, in the league, uh, my players, of course, feel the pressure that we need to win a game or something like this. And even supports are not, not there. We know that the whole world is watching. So it's, I, can't, I can't guarantee that no one will think about how many million people will follow this um, yeah, important, important game tomorrow. Uh, so there is always uh, pressure on the, uh, on, on the team. But um, yeah, one thing is for sure, we, we have nothing to lose because no one expects us to, to be successful tomorrow. So, but we just can win. And with this, with this attitude, I want us to go into this game. There was no Pookie, Bundir or Capwell in the starting eleven on Wednesday night. How did they take the news? And how important are they going to be for you to rely upon if you are to achieve what you're saying is a miracle in either the FA Cup or in the Premier League this season? Yes, we need we need all our players without uh, without any doubts, and and uh, these players know that I always back them, and the, uh, we we need them, and they are crucial and important for 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 our team. But once you start into a period of uh, five weeks when you play twice a week without a more or less without a proper preseason, without proper friendlies, anyhow, of course you have to rotate a little bit and 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 to use your your squad. But this just doesn't take anything away that. Uh, Todd, for example, was already unbelievably important for us during the season and will be also in the in the next weeks. The same with Ingi Buendia and the same with Timo Pukki. Yeah? He knows he has always my back and always always there for him. But it's it's also important, uh, let's be honest, so it's it's in, in, in our team there is not one player where you would say, okay, without him we, we, we can't win a proper football match. So uh, 
with with all respect to my players, but but no one is irreplaceable, and, and it's not like we we don't have uh, we don't have Lionel Messi now in our team. So it's more like we have really good players, we have really good characters, but uh, it's also important that we can just be successful if we work as a as a group, as a unity, and there's not one player who is pretty special, and without him we can't win any football game. So it's more like we have to we have to keep going with a big unity and big togetherness, and all my players know this. And just finally from me, Timo Puki, he's found it difficult in this calendar year. He hasn't scored since January. Do you think that's a case of defences getting used to him and having a plan for him? Or do you think he's maybe lacking just a little bit of sharpness as well? Well, you have this period as a, as a striker. That's, that's quite normal. So I mentioned several times here. So sometimes uh, you just have to watch a ball and the ball goes into the goal and sometimes you even miss big, uh, big chances. So that's, that's quite normal. Of course, yeah, everyone is aware that Timo... Uh, has scored the most goals for us and is pretty, pretty concentrated also on him and his movements. That was, uh, for example, one thought uh, why we want to bring him from the bench to put him a bit out of the pressure or something like this. I think in recent games, he had also a few good, uh, good chances. Um, yeah, when I think, for example, in the, uh, about the, about the um, Southampton game, he was in a, especially in the second half, two or three times in a, in a good position perhaps to, to score. And, yeah, of course, it's, uh, as a striker, it's also about confidence. He needs to go to, to then keep going, uh, keep going again. But it's also important that not everyone focuses so much about on on him to to count his minutes. For me, it's important that he works for the team. And uh, for example, he was there with a, in the last game against Everton with a great assist for for Imi Buendia. And and um, yeah, Imi was then more or less in one against one uh, situation on the goalkeeper. And and uh, this was would have been a um, crucial assist of, of, uh, of Timo, sadly, uh, Imi wasn't able to use his chance, but this is even more important. So it's, it's not about that he just scores, it's important that he works for the team, that he serves good performances, that's my main claim. You can't, you can't ask for goals, but what you can ask for is a good performance and good workload and, and um, yeah, uh, also to, to benefit to the team effort, that's what uh, Timo always does. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant. United and, and get this club to Wembley. And yourself and the team and the players to Wembley. Yes, it would would of course mean that we have would have achieved something extraordinary and something really special and, and also magic. Yeah, because it's it's our first quarterfinal for this club in the FA Cup in this really world's most prestigious and, and famous cup competition since uh, thirty years. And uh, yeah, it's it's already an exciting game for 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 our club. We are not like uh, Liverpool or Manchester United. For them, it's more or less business business as usual to be. In the in the yeah competition for a title, but for us it's it's a special moment and special game, and yeah would definitely mean a big achievement, and uh, yeah of course would be great if we can achieve this. And, and just one more from me, just just going back to what you're being asked a second ago, how, how much um, is confidence an issue at the moment with this team? Yes, confidence uh, always plays uh, plays a big part in uh, in football. It's it's always the same even for the. Uh, top class side so to uh, to play with confidence it's it's quite normal but um it's yeah let's let's be honest it's um 
not like okay we are confident we press a button and then we can uh, uh, beat the the best clubs and the best teams in the world it's, it's also a, a question of individual quality sometimes and um but we keep going and and of course and also like once you find the momentum when once you find confidence back uh, we are capable also like to 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 beat the best clubs and for that it's also a chance with a good performance with a good result tomorrow um, not just to be there for the for the FA Cup competition. This is our main priority uh, tomorrow, but also to get the benefits and perhaps for the last stage in the league. And that's the second reason why we want to be successful tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks, John. Okay, Paddy Dalliance. Daniel, how are you? Yes, Kenny, hi. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, you, you said earlier you you love the FA. Sorry, mate, you can hear me, yeah? Yeah, can, no, can't, yeah. See you. can't see you, but at least... Okay, oh, sorry, hang on. Yeah, there we go. Bad, bad hair day, that's what, what it was. Um, <laughs> um, you said earlier you love the FA Cup. I honestly don't think I've ever asked you. What were your memories as a young man back at home? We, did you watch the games? Is there a memorable final? Let's, Stands out for you? Not one uh, one special game, but uh, to be honest, we we also have in, uh, in Germany, for example, the um, the DFB Pokal is is quite famous, and there's a the final always in Berlin. It's it's more like a a game for the uh, for the whole country, and and millions of people, I would say, yeah, nearly you've got the feeling so 80 million Germans are watching this uh, this game, and but we all know so the FA Cup is is in. It's more history, and it was like the role model then for the for the German Cup, and we followed many famous famous games, and it was also like why we were so influenced, and also like to to value our uh, our DFB Pokal in in, uh, in Germany that that much, and for that we all know that um, I would say the FA Cup is even one step above, and and like I said, so for even in Germany we judge that the FA Cup is, is the most prestigious and and famous uh, cup competition in the world, and yeah, for that we know how important it is, definitely. You said earlier there, United were probably the only team over the two games of the season. You didn't feel you were quite at the level you needed to get a result. So, without giving too much away, what, what areas, looking at those two games, do you need to be better tomorrow, do you think? Many topics have to come together against uh, against uh, Man United. Uh, because, uh, first of all, um, it's difficult to create chances against them. For me, Harry Maguire, um, and together with Lindelof, is a, is a top, top class um, uh, yeah, centre back pair. It's it's unbelievably difficult to create chances against them. Um, we have to be good in our in our movements and unbelievably precise in the offense to be able to create chances against them and then uh, unbelievably effective in all to use us Because I don't expect that we uh, can create uh, many one hundred percent more. So it could be also perhaps a situation that we have to um, score out of a counter attack, perhaps out of a set piece to use these little moments in the in the game in order to score. And um, yeah, the problem is that that uh, Man United in the office is unbelievable, unbelievable flexible. Also with the type of of, uh, of players, sometimes um, they cover the wings with unbelievable pace. Sometimes they cover the wings, um, for example, yeah, when when um, Danny James is replaced by Juan Mata with with players who like to to play out of the pocket with magic passes. So it's unbelievable um, difficult because they can even change. Uh, Within the game, so I think the, the offense and especially the pace in the offense is uh, is a big threat, and we, we have to make sure that there's always pressure on the ball, that we don't allow them 
uh, to play this this uh, little penetration passes because they have uh, many players who are capable to play this passes and then also to go to control their pace in the offense uh, will be the most important topics. Yeah, and once we are able to to do this and also to be unbelievable switch on uh, in terms of defending set piece, for example, because yeah, Harry Maguire, yeah, together with Virgil van Dijk, probably uh, the two best um, best um, players even on, in in this league to score out of these situations. Uh, so many many uh, topics have to come together to to give ourselves a chance. Just two more, if I can. What would you say is in terms of the attacking options Solskjaer's got available? Are they as good as anything in the Premier League? Don't need to reel them off, but we all know they've got some very, very good attacking players. Yes, I agree. And and uh, the the problem is also like um, he has so many of them, and, and it's more like he can even bring recreated players on the pitch. Yeah, sometimes you hope, okay, just two days rest for them, and also the travel. Perhaps that uh, that top class player is perhaps even. Yeah, like Martial was there with, uh, with three goals, perhaps. You hope, okay, perhaps he's even a bit tired. But if he is tired and uh, Ole has got the feeling he is tired, he can replace him with a, with a top-class player as well. And Yeah, we, we know it's, it's, it's a huge uh, task that we face and uh, we have to create something special and uh, perhaps also like um, in, in our setup uh, to do something, uh, something, something different in order to control their pace even, uh, even a bit better. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to create something special and um, yeah, let's see if it works. Just a final one, looking at your um, side going forward and I asked about Puky the other night, so I won't ask you again, but just broader, you look at the lack of goals over this period of games. I'm sure you and your coaches have gone and sat down and tried to look and work out why. What are your thoughts? Is it you're not creating as many chances or, or not as many good chances or that thing you touched on a bit earlier, is it just confidence has gone down a little bit because of the results, do you think? Yes, a few topics. Uh, if I'm uh, if I'm honest, yeah, of course, confidence, especially in the offense, is a, is a big topic. I also got the feeling we once we, we created big chances, we also we also missed a few big chances. And and when I compare this, for example, uh, when I compare, for example, we deserve to to lose this Southampton game. But when I compare their first goal uh, and their second goal with the chances we had in this in this game, it's more like I would I would rate our chances even better than. The chances they had, but then they had this quality and this this unbelievable brutal and clinical edge to use us, and the same for Everton. So they had one and a half chance in, against us, but they were able to score out of uh, out of uh, out of these situations. Um, I think we will never be able to create ten one against one situation on the goalkeeper on uh, on on this level. It's, it's we have to work in our in our effectiveness. Of course, it it always helps if we are able to create create more chance. But I also got the feeling. Once you are not really stable in your defense, um, then it's also not not a good basement situation for your whole game. So my feeling is when you once you once you know okay we are also solid in our defending, then it helps also to develop your offensive game. This this was why I was so so pleased overall not with the result but with the with the manner we played against against Everton because we looked unbelievable solid in defending and this is always the first step. And once you have this defensive stability and solidity. You then out of this can create also perhaps even a bit more in your in your offensive game. That's what we are hoping for. To go for the on also with this defensive stability will be difficult against Man United. We know this, but um, to have again this defensive stability and out of this to create uh, then also perhaps even a few more chances than we are capable to create against Everton. Yeah, and then of course then uh, to use these moments as well. Thanks, Daniel. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Danny. Okay, Michael Bailey.
There we go. Hello, Daniel. In the car. Um, nice. uh, in the car, exactly. Uh, no idea where, though. Um, uh, just what's <laughs> uh, just a couple of uh, of quick ones, if I, I may. Um, is there is it harder in any way in these circumstances to um, to to turn around the spirit or the 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 sort of motivation of the team, or or is it actually as it would have been, you know, when training was free and before the coronavirus basically it's a bit harder i think it's a bit harder because once you once you've got a difficult period in the game um it always helps you uh when when you have the supporters who cheer you up or sometimes even to criticize a bit that you keep in mind okay come on right now we have, we have to step up anyhow so um it's we we know that millions are following and we know the responsibility uh, but once you're struggling in the in the in the game, it it always helps when you have the backing of your um, of of your supporters, and uh, especially for us, uh, sometimes the own supporters when they're miserable and and not behind you, then uh, they can all also be a bit on your shoulders. So some clubs have this, but for us, it's more like we always have a backing also in difficult periods uh, during this Premier League season, also in last season, and. And uh, we had the uh, had the support, and uh, it was a big boost. And not to have this, so I'm quite sure in the difficult periods against Southampton, for example, for example, after we conceded two goals, our supports would have helped us uh, to keep going with the believing. So sometimes it's difficult. So one thing is we, we we try to work on this topic, and we speak about a lot about this topic that we need this this belief and this uh, desire also just within the group. But uh, I think uh, to to have the supports behind you. Uh, always helps a bit in uh, in the storms, and a, away from an actual game as well. So, say during the week at the training ground, whichever um, you getting together in team meetings with the players, is that kind of as it was before as well, or is 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 there other challenges there? It's also difficult, yeah, because uh, the players are still not uh, still not allowed to to use our dressing rooms. They're still not allowed to to be together in the dressing room. Also with the meetings, we're not allowed to, to use our meeting room. We have to have it in a, in a wider area. It's it's really unbelievably difficult um, because uh, once you're together, then you, you you speak a bit more. You even speak about a few problems. You cheer yourself up. So it's it's more or less everyone is coming all alone. Everyone is leaving all alone. Um, it's it's they're not together in the dressing room. Yeah, sometimes a few people are, are allowed to be there in one room with, with social distancing, but but not more than five and it's difficult to to keep going with uh, with this uh, unbelievable team spirit and uh, yeah to be honest it's not disadvantage for us because it's it's the same for each and every club but especially when you have a bit difficult time like we had with the recent results uh, then it's even even more difficult to 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 work on this unity into this togetherness but yeah at the moment that's a new normal and we have to handle it anyhow this is true it's not just football either by the way but uh, yeah um just uh just one more um, on on Adam Eder, uh, Old Trafford. That was quite kind of a big learning experience for him, being being chucked in at Premier League level like that. And that, that was probably not not an easy afternoon. But what the the Adam that you see now, he's looked quite bright when he's come on. He, he did before the break, and he, he has done in the in, in the two games since. I think so. I mean, how much how much has he improved since Old Trafford, and, and where? Um, in general, I think he has made a big step up in comparison to the to the beginning of the season. Yeah, because he was physically, from his endurance, perhaps not perfectly perfectly prepared, and 
had to work also like he, that he adapts a bit to the speed of the game with the ball. So he was always, he had always this natural born uh, goal scorer instinct and, and this quality that he, 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 he scores goals and he will always score goals. And this is something that, that you can't learn. So yeah, he's blessed with this, uh, with this quality, but he had to work a bit on this game with the back to the goal. He had to work a bit on the, on the, on his, um, on his technical skills with the ball, also a bit on his uh, physical um, um, conditions anyhow. And um, he's, he's, uh, he's much improved. And it's, it's no coincidence that he, uh, in the recent weeks, or in the, at least in the recent games, he got, uh, got also, uh, yeah, for such a young, uh, young uh, lad, uh, lots of game time. And I think it's, it's important to use his youth and this uh, positive, positive desire and this positive, a bit, positive naivety uh, in, in our game because he doesn't think too much about it. He just goes on the pitch and, and wants, wants to create something. And uh, this helps us. And uh, yeah, so of course, with his physicality, so he's a, he's a different type. And yeah, it's, it's even for the, uh, yeah, for the big and physical centre-backs, not easy to win duels against him. And uh, um, hopefully he can go on and improve his game. But I'm pretty happy that I have him. That's great. Thank you, Daniel. Cheers. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. And for the final bit, uh, we'll come to Rob Butler. Hi, Daniel. Rob, hi. Right, good to talk to you as always. Um, let's start with, obviously, tomorrow's game, or sat uh, Saturday's game. We heard from Tim Krull after the game the other night and he was saying that the, they feel the players owe the fans because of two disappointing uh, results in the first two Premier League games. I guess you'd echo that, 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 that the fans could do with something to, to sort of cheer and smile about at home? Yes, of course. We always play for, for our supports and in each of the game uh, want to be there and, and to make them happy. This is what, what football is about, yeah, to, to entertain uh, the supporters and, and to play with the supporters, to play for them. And this is also always our claim, not just, um, even after, after two wins, I would, I would say, listen, we, we play for all supports and we want to make them happy and, and want to make them, yeah, full of pride also for, for, for the Norwich team. And this is always, always our claim. It's a, it, there's a great history in Norwich City with the FA Cup. Obviously, you mentioned it's been a, a long time since they last got to a quarterfinal, but the 59 Cup run, I'm sure you're aware of, when Norwich were in the third division and got to the semifinals, that's what made the club famous to, to the British public. So, I guess you know about the history that Norwich have got in the FA Cup and, and that's why the fans really love playing in it. Yes, and um, uh, I think from the first day I arrived here, so I, I made my desire for the club com cup competitions um, there as well, of course. The FA Cup even even more prestigious uh, than perhaps uh, the Carabao Cup, but even the Carabao Cup I liked, uh, I liked a lot and uh, I like proper cup runs and I think uh, it's not uh, anyhow um, they disturb the league or something like this. No, not at all. So it's, it's a different competition and a pretty pretty important competition and we have no priority in each and every competition in the league and in the cup. We want to be as successful as possible. We know for us in our situation it's not realistic to win the WFA Cup but uh, it was also not realistic to, to win the championship uh, title last season with record goals and record uh, points and, and yeah, promoting uh, without any doubt as the best team under these circumstances with not being able to, to uh, spend uh, some money and, and we had to, to sell some of our best players in the, the, in the seasons before. So it was also not realistic. So for that, in one game, you always have a chance. And uh, 
yeah, of course, there are still a few games to go. It's not already the final, but it's at least already the quarterfinal. And we know we value the situation and want to be successful tomorrow. And Tottenham that night, we'll never forget, as uh, you know, Norwich fans will never forget it, a magical evening. I mean, it was a long time ago um, in terms of months, but actually it's only sort of three or four games ago in terms of actual playing. So, you know, that proves that the boys can do it against big Premier League teams. Yes, definitely. And we have proved this uh, several times, especially against the good teams. So we're pretty close in the second leg again, or second game against Liverpool. Um, to be there was a point we were able to beat Man City. We got four points against Leicester. We're pretty close against against Chelsea. Look good against Tottenham. Uh, got a point against Arsenal. So in general, um, we know that on a on a on a perfect day we have a chance. So against Man United, like I mentioned before, so. I would say it was the team where we were struggled most uh, so far during, during this uh, the season, and and uh, that says a lot about the size of the task tomorrow. And they are in a brilliant shape with uh, I think 12 games unbeaten, and many many good performances and, and good results in the recent uh, games. But uh, yes, like I said before, so in one game everything is possible, and uh, this is a big motivation for us. You mentioned earlier about the fans and and the, the fact that against Everton, you know Norwich are one 0 down and still in the game right up to the last minute. Um, I guess you, you would agree that having the fans there just to give you that little lift. I mean, we were watching and we could see that perhaps the players were looking for it almost. You can do all you can shouting at them on the sidelines, but to have that crowd, to have the bar at the end lifting them at the end, that's just not there. And that's really difficult for players. If I'm honest, uh, I think with uh, with supporters, uh, we wouldn't have lost uh, this game against Everton. So it's, we don't use it as an excuse anyhow. So we still, it's, it's, it's our, um, our task anyhow to win, even without the supporters. But I'm 100% sure this game, yeah, also especially once you, once you realize the, the commitment and, uh, and the desire that was uh, on the pitch and our supporters have a, have a, have a really good sense, sense for this, especially when they are uh, in the stadium and, and follow it live and feel, okay, uh, if the lads are really there, full of desire and full of commitment. And um, I think they, w- they would have give us uh, this last lift and this last final percent in order to score at least one perhaps even even to to use one of the first chance there because when you when you feel you have a chance and the supports are excited perhaps you are even more focused and, and concentrate in order not to use this chance and especially this performance you know when when you lose a game it always looks a bit like yeah the body language or perhaps the physicality was not perfect this game um, we played the second game within within five days. It was so in general we, we we were so praised for our our fitness level during the whole season, and we said the fitness level is, is outstanding. And also, it's proved by the data, sir, because we covered uh, the biggest distance uh, in the whole league uh, so far. And in this game against Everton, um, we covered uh, we covered in this circumstances. Uh, the second highest distance of all the games we've played. So in all 31 games, it was not like away at Liverpool or whatever against Everton. So this says a lot about the commitment and the desire my 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 players played. So in this circumstance, second game within five days, uh, unbelievable hot temperature without the motions uh, of, of supporters there behind closed doors. So my my players showed lots of lo- lots of workload and lots of commitment and lots of desire. And I think our fans. In sports and saying they would have sent this and would have pushed them even over the line uh, to win some points, but um, yeah, sadly it will we will go further on in order to have to play without them. That's uh, yeah, sad for us, sad for them as well because they, I think they like to cheer us up. 
but that's a new normality uh, and, and anyhow we have to keep going also without them that's what you're trying to do and uh, I've been been on Twitter this afternoon and seen that Anel Hernandez has been putting up inspirational movie clips. He's watching, I think it's 300, the film he's watching, obviously one of his favourites. Do you believe in that kind of thing? I know you're a big fan of Rocky. That's a film you love. Is there anything you ever do like that with movie quotes or special speeches that you bring up? Well, motivation is, is always uh, always important. And Donnell is a pretty emotional guy. And and uh, I think each and everyone has to has to find his own, own way to... To um, um, to motivate himself and and to be cheered up, I think uh, it's it's difficult, yeah. Because uh, let's say a bit uh, older players like uh, Alexander Tete or perhaps some cruel, I'm not sure if they have the same movie taste like Onel Hernandez, for example. But I like when they boost them up and they cheer them up. It's it's important. Uh, the most important thing is um, it it's okay. It's, I, I like that Onel is doing this and and I, I love the so motivational quote and, and sometimes you also work with them so it's more like you have to make sure that's for the whole group and and a few of the players are not thinking oh it's it's any you know, bit ridiculous or something something like this so it's it's important that um, everyone buys uh, buys into it um and uh, for that I, I like when they're doing it but the most important thing is yeah that you show this resilience and not just on twitter or on instagram you have to show it on the pitch and uh, but for example, Onel has showed it definitely in the in the in the last game with lots of workloads and was also pleased and, and of all my players show this motivation, this fighting uh, um, spirit. Um, yeah, that, like in the film 300, I think the end was uh, yeah, many on the soldiers were dead on the field. So I'm not hoping for this uh, tomorrow, but anyhow, um, it's his quote. I think. Um, who was it? Vince Lombardi or whatever. It's more like there's no better feeling than. Yeah, to be unbelievably exhausted after um, after really uh, fight on the pitch, and then the end was also like victorious. That's also an uh, important topic. Um, yes, I would agree, and and hopefully we can do this uh, as well tomorrow. Just one more question from me. Obviously, if you, if if Norwich win this game, they they go to Wembley in the semi-finals. Um, obviously, looks like fans won't be there, which is a shame. But but for you as a, as a head coach, a manager, for those players, lots of players perhaps who who haven't played in England for long, to play at Wembley. It's an incredible experience, and I'm, I'm sure you want to lead your team out there. Yes, definitely. We are highly motivated and, and really to achieve something like this. And we know it's already a, a big pride to, to be allowed to play this quarterfinal, the first quarterfinal in the FA Cup since more than 30 years. But we, we, we are not just happy with playing this. It's not like, yeah, we want to enjoy it, that you're allowed to play this game. Yeah, we want to, want to be successful. And this is also what, you, what you're trying to do um, and to, to achieve tomorrow.